Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Football Social Daily. The Premier League podcast. This is Football Social Daily. Your daily Premier League show from Sports Social. All the latest top flight news, views and opinions from all 20 clubs. But one club that's certainly been in the headlines more than the others over the last few days are Chelsea. 10th in the Premier League, out of the FA Cup and fans in the away end chanting about former owner Roman Abramovich and former coach Thomas Tuchel. Of course, Graham Potter is at the helm at the moment. But where on earth is it all going wrong for the Blues. Well, we're going to find out from a Chelsea fan very shortly as Kerry Levy from brilliant Chelsea podcast, The Chelsea, will be joining us. But alongside me, Niall McCorn, we've got Joel Tudor. All right, Joel. Good morning, guys. Feels good to not have to defend my club, Manchester United, for a week and we can target (laughs) another club finally. (laughs) You grew up in an era, Joel, where Manchester United and Chelsea were two of the top teams in the country competing for titles so the rivalries kind of developed between you two clubs over the years yeah Chelsea and United especially during my time where I can actually remember things in football have had a pretty strong rivalry especially you know the Moscow one which was huge and then obviously Mourinho coming to England and uh, Ferguson and Mourinho having a little toe-to-toe together for a few years it's all been pretty magical historic years in the Premier League so yeah I think Chelsea and United have been really good dance partners for the last two decades. It's faded a little bit due to our own demise, but I'm sure in the next few years we'll be dancing again together. But for now, we can uh, just play, lay a bit of um, evaluation on their dancing. It's a little bit too out of step, out of motion with the beat. <laughs> Do you see any similarities with what's going on at Chelsea right now? And I don't want to make it out like Chelsea are completely falling apart at the seams. Like I say, they are 10th in the league. They're out of the cup. They're struggling at the moment. They've got loads of players injured and we'll talk to Kerry about all of that in a sec. But do you see similarities between what happened to Manchester United when, for instance, Ferguson left? What's happened with Chelsea is Abramovich has gone and Thomas Tuchel has gone and they've had a load of new players come in and they've found it tough to stabilise post that. We're only seven months into the Todd Bowley era. Obviously, it's taken Manchester United a lot of time to kind of recover 
back to a position where they feel like they can be competitive again. So are you seeing any similarities from what you've experienced as a United fan with what's going on now at Chelsea? Very very different circumstances in terms of what's actually going on in terms of, you know, ownership versus Ferguson retiring. But the similarities are that there's been a huge regime change. When there's a huge regime change, it comes with different cultural changes, different personnel. You know, let's not forget the Abramovich era lasted a good two decades. And for a club to shift completely from the ground up to a new different ownership, a different set of values and what he wants as a strategy, it was always going to be a turbulent time. I mean, I know Chelsea fans were worried about the investment put in, but I think that's the least of the concerns now. That's like a prerequisite. Now they're concerned with well, what's going to happen on the pitch because as we've seen right now, you can't just throw money at things. You have to really have a strategy in place. And you know, with the United situation when Ferguson retired, it's slightly different in the sense that there was no strategy. Mm. It was a, a strategy the thought was long-term in terms of, yeah, David Moyes was a six-year contract, Potter five-year contract. But, you know, long-term belief doesn't necessarily equate to quality and success on the pitch. OK, well, let's find out the thoughts of a Chelsea supporter. So joining us now on the podcast, we've got Kerry Levy, who's a massive Chelsea fan and has been for, well, I don't want to guess how many years, Kerry, but you've seen it all when it comes to Chelsea Football Club. Of course, part of the Chelsea podcast as well, which is on the Sports Social Podcast Network. I dare say, have you ever seen it this bad at Stamford Bridge or do your years maybe date back when things weren't as successful for Chelsea? Yeah, look, I remember changing ends with the team at half-time when there was no one there, you know. So <laughs> I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen the miserable years. Uh, I've seen the glory years and I've now seen the fundamental got-to-change-it-all years, which is what I think we're going through at the moment. So, yeah, it has been bad in the past. I, ju- I just think I'm worried that there's a lot of people who are only used to winning at Chelsea and it's almost like it feels like a sense of entitlement and I don't think any team has a sense of entitlement you can't look at what happened to Liverpool for years and years and for Man United and it it goes through cycles football and if you don't keep updating your team and your squad and everything that's going on over the years at some point it will come back and bite you I think it's a really pragmatic and fair thing to say, actually, because you're right. When Roman Abramovich came into Chelsea, what, 20 years ago now, in 2003, put the money in, the success followed shortly after, and there'll be a whole generation of Chelsea supporters who've only ever known league titles, Champions Leagues, FA Cups and things like that. Unfortunately, at this point in time, though, as you mentioned, you're out of the cup after losing to Man City at the weekend. You're 10th in the Premier League. And some of the Blues supporters up at the Etihad on Sunday were chanting... Thomas Tuchel's name. They were chanting Roman Abramovich's name from that away end. Um, is that maybe a sign of the times at Chelsea or is that a bit of an overreaction? What's your take on that? Personally, I think it's an overreaction. Um, I think we have to understand where we are. And look, when when we lost Jose Mourinho the first time, everyone sang his name for years and then he came back and then he got sacked again. And nobody sings his name anymore Football, and especially at Chelsea over the last 20-odd years, has been a cycle of winning and changing managers. And what happens when things go wrong, we immediately change the manager. And I think there's a fundamental issue going on here whereby this squad is an amalgamation of four or five different managers' players. And it needs a clear-out. We've not had one for, for years. And to be honest, 
we could probably have done with one around our first Champions League win. It's been consistently just papering over the crack. So I think the fans, I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't get that shouting for the past. You can't do it. We are where we are. And you've got to give everyone time, surely. Yeah, one of the things we were discussing when it came to Chelsea on yesterday's podcast was perhaps the lack of senior players in the squad that Graham Potter's got at his disposal. Of course, there's loads of injuries at Stamford Bridge right now, but we were just going through the squad and maybe is the only player there who's kind of seen Chelsea change over the last eight to ten years, whereas the others, I mean, we were looking at maybe Mason Mount being one of the senior figures. He's only 23, 24 years of age. So in terms of the players that you have in the squad, some are quite recent signings. A lot of them are young players. Do you think there's an element of that? And that might might be what's kind of causing Graham Potter to see adverse effects on the pitch in terms of results. Well, I think the big problem is the majority of the senior players are not good enough to play now. Um, and I think they're past their sell-by date. And I think that has a... You want, you want experienced players to help blood the youngsters because we've got a whole raft of youngsters that want to come through, that can come through. We've seen an amount come through under Frank Lampard and they've done really well. When you look at people like Mason Mount and Reese James and, and what have you. But at this moment in time, I don't think the level of our senior players is good enough to help those youngsters. I think some of them go missing and it's no fault of their own. I think they've just come to the end of their shelf life. The only truly senior player that I would say is trying to do it consistently week in, week out is Thiago Silva, who's 38, has only been with us for a short while. And yet he is a shining beacon of trying to just get on with his job and do the right thing. So, hi, Kerry. Um, so what do you think actually really needs to change then? Because I've got a lot of friends who are Chelsea fans and the first reservation they had during the takeover was firstly, are they going to be investing as much as Abramovich did? And the answer's pretty clear on that, he has. But then what needs to give or what needs to be added? Because they've just got a new sporting director, so I'm guessing his effect on the club's going to take a little bit more time. Probably you'll see it in the summer. But do you have reservations about the way in which Todd Bowley's gone about uh, his business in the first six months and he, do you fear for the fact that Graham Potter might end up having his job on the line in the next five months if things carry on? Well, if we can't predict the future, especially in football. You know, we could be having this conversation and within the end of this phone call find, find out that actually everything's changed. That's how football is. Um, I think the thing that really needs to change the most is the fans' attitude towards it and find a way of supporting everyone. Look, we've got an incredible amount of first-team players out with injuries. That's not using it as an excuse. That's the truth. Any team that relies on the way we've been playing with wing-backs to lose Rhys James and Ben Chilwell is going to struggle. They're both pretty close. Rhys James is definitely up there as being world-class. Chilwell was getting to somewhere really good. So... Filling in for them is very, very difficult. Um, Todd Bowley, I've no idea whether they're going to be any good or not. It's obvious they're setting out with a plan here. And the plan is, like in American sports, to build this almost family environment. And you get this whole group of people who all believe in the project. And, you know, this is the <laughs> way that, that it, it works over there. We're very different here. 
If things don't work, we just chuck whatever's not working out. That's how it's been. But I think what we need to do is accept the truth, which is under the Abramovich years, Chelsea was already in decline. This is not a club that is in decline because of Todd Bowley taking over and where we are now. He took over a sinking ship. And I think, yes, he's going to have made mistakes in the transfer market. We'll probably make some more down the line. But we have to give them all time to find a way to bail out the water, seal up the hole and get back into sailing into, you know, calmer waters. That's what I think. And I, I think it's down to us to accept that this isn't their fault. They're coming in. They are trying to do everything they can, I, I think. And they're trying to learn quickly. And it's a very, very different game to any of the American sports and the way it is worked. So we have to support them, let them get on with it. They don't want it to be a failure. They don't want it to be a disaster. They want to make it a success. So we've all got the same ambition. So we all have to support the project. You're right. It's so hard to keep the ship at the top of the water, but it's so easy once those holes start in appearing for it to for it to start to leak and sink to the bottom. And you mentioned already, uh, you know, Liverpool... Manchester United, even Arsenal have had years kind of away from winning titles and the rest of it. Uh, do you worry that that Dirty might happen Leeds. to Chelsea? Well, of course, Leeds. I mean, I'm a Pompey <laughs> fan. I mean, we weren't ever a massive club. We won the <laughs> FA Cup and then we've been in the wilderness. We've disappeared for the last 10 to 15 years. And, you know, that is painful as a supporter to take. Do you worry that that might happen to Chelsea? Or because, as you've mentioned, you've supported Chelsea over such an extended period of time that you're quite happy to kind of ride with that football supporters have to take the thick and the thin uh, and that's that's the thing if we end up in the wilderness for uh, some years if we end up god forbid for the next 20 years well you know what we have that song where we sing we've won it all except we actually haven't because there's that europa conference league thing or whatever that we haven't actually won so <laughs> we haven't but we have won the zd well, you might if you if you get a good end to the season you might get you might next season you don't know see that there you've summed it up if we get a good to end to the season that's what we could end up with that's where we are at the moment so you know i just think yeah look anything can happen in football once you're trying to correct things it can be really hard and injuries certainly don't help I think Potter hasn't helped himself with some of his tactical moves. Um, the attempts at playing various players at wing backs just looks as though it's one of those decisions that's too clever for its own good. Ster Raheem Sterling is an attacker. Play him as an attacker. Don't play him as a wing back. Same yesterday, he dropped Conor Gallagher into wing back for a while um, against City. And we'd seen that in previous game where he'd put him there and it didn't work. So I think... I always worry when managers get bright ideas and I'll never forget, we had a player called Lasana Diara and he was a fabulous player yes. and Jose Mourinho decided he was going to change him from a midfielder into a right back. And so he played him at right back consistently. And Diara said, I don't want to play here. Anyway, he ended up moving on to you know who, I think it was Arsenal and then Real Madrid and had an incredible career at Real Madrid. And you think, there he is playing in midfield in his rightful position. Sometimes I think managers can be too clever. They go, oh, I've seen something. Maybe it's a little bit like uh, Kai Havertz being a number nine. He is not a number nine. Just finally then, do you think that that is Graham Potter 
in a way, sending messages to powers that be at Chelsea, whether that be Bowley or sporting director, by playing Raheem Sterling and Conor Gallagher in wing-back positions. Do you think that's Graham Potter saying, I know we've spent a lot of money on players in the last seven months since you've taken over the club, but can you give me some support this January? Can you come and sign me a, a wing-back to help me out here? Because I know you say there's a freak injury list, but Chelsea probably do need some reinforcements. Yeah, they do. And, and we've already bought a couple of youngsters. Who knows how they'll turn out? Um, I felt very sorry for Fafana. For, that's a difficult one to say, for Fafana to, to come on yesterday <laughs> and try and go, hello, I've just arrived and I'm going to be great. I think he touched the ball about twice. But that was also a problem of us not getting the ball to him. Look, I, I don't think we're anywhere near the situation like we were with Conte or Mourinho sending messages upstairs. I have a feeling it's probably very, very polite between Potter uh, and the owners at this moment in time. And that's what they're seeking to do. I'm sure that seems to be the reason why Tuchel went, because they didn't like his abrasive manner and that he suddenly turned around and said, I don't want to be part of these decisions. Uh, And I think there will be proper conversations being had. I, I don't think he's sending messages. I think he was just trying to see if I could, if he could get a creative player in there doing things like Reese James does. I mean, Reese James when he came came and played back from his injury the other week, he was incredible. He was running the whole game from right back. I mean, it was an extraordinary performance, and then he goes off injured again. So I think he's trying to say, oh, if we get one of the other creative players in that sort of position, maybe we can do the same thing again. And you can't. Sometimes some players are irreplaceable. Kerry, it's been brilliant to chat to you, mate, and to get a bit more insight about what things are really like down at Stamford Bridge. Kerry's part of the Chelsea podcast, which you can find wherever you get your podcasts and, of course, on the Sports Social Podcast Network as well. I'm sure you'll be talking a lot more about the goings-on at Chelsea on the show. Uh, Well, we try and avoid talking about football altogether (laughs) at the moment. It's much safer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you want to hear about maybe what they've been chatting about down the pub, the guys then uh, go and check out the chills Kerry thanks for your time as ever and all the best pleasure Great to hear from Kerry there. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network is the Chelsea. If you are a Chelsea fan, then just go onto our website, sport-social.co.uk, and you can search for Chelsea in the search bar and you'll find all of our Chelsea podcasts on there. I was going to ask him about Chelsea's repertoire of songs that they have, especially the Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. (laughs) (laughs) You like that one, don't you? Well, the only one. (laughs) (laughs) This is Football Social Daily. Don't forget to follow us on social media. It's at FSD pod we will be back tomorrow and the day after and the day after because we are a daily premier league podcast and coming up in the next few weeks and months we've got some really interesting guest interviews for you as well and you don't want to miss those so hit subscribe and that way you won't miss an episode that's it from us we'll catch you again tomorrow football social daily is a voice work sport production for the sport social podcast network It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.